1: well hello welcome along fellow fox fans how are we going this is obviously just being as it shit as it was earlier because it's still not working but hey we won newcastle
0: I really don't know how this is looking at your end, guys, but it's looking shit on my end. I am going to retire i'll tell you on the money i'm going to get
1: from it'll be all right on the night so i'm going to send these, this in and it'll be about five lots of 50 pound clips welcome along it is finally lester till i die tv um brad was having problems earlier i'm having problems now josh was out with his family who can blame him uh he probably probably had more excitement than today it wasn't the most exciting the games but hey we got the three points and that's all that matters remember you are watching lester till i die you can catch us live On YouTube, Leicester Till I Die TV, Periscope, Twitter, at Leicester TID, and Facebook, of course, Leicester Till I Die. And if you want to watch us on Catch Up, as well as the YouTube, we're on Google, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, and your favourite podcast. We are everywhere. So, we won. We got three points. How are we feeling? can't be feeling too bad after that uh let's just see what a couple of you got to say here um great to grind out a result i think that was definitely what we did today um facebook user hello uh we can see and hear you (laughs) well that's something that's always that's always a bonus um i after evening afternoon whatever good evening to you matthew Good result, not pretty, but three points. Do you know what? There was a thing on Talk Sport recently, I think it was last week, and they were asking the question, would your team, or would you sooner your team get the three points and play like we did today, having to grind it out, or would you want pretty football all the time? I'll take it today. I'll take the three points. I tell you, I don't care how we play. All good in the hood. It certainly was. Um, let's bring – we've got two guys coming in. Josh – well, he's a bit late for the pre-match show, but he's made it for the uh, <laughs> post-match show. So I'll we'll say good evening to Josh.
0: How are you, Chris? You're all right, mate. Yeah,
1: I think if I can get this working, I'll be absolutely fine. And uh, <laughs> well, welcome in uh, my normal post-match uh, chum, Tillerman's biggest fan. And that is Brad. Good evening, Brad.
2: Good evening, lads. How are you? How are you,
0: Brad? <laughs> You're all right, mate. I yeah, tell you what, well, Brad, and I'm him.
1: just going to just going to clear that um, that uh, brand off there. Otherwise, you won't be able to see me, which will probably be a a good result, to be honest with you. Um, let's start with Brad because you were very critical of Tillemans in the first half. But thoughts on the overall on the overall performance of the team?
2: Uh, I mean, first of all, I want to give a shout out, because obviously, as you know, Chris, I've not been asked to do this, this you know, back. I've literally just come off the back of uh, Newcastle Fan TV and they asked the same question. I'll answer it the same. I think Newcastle very much push- forced us to seem poor in that first half because they frustrated us. I don't think we got a lot going. I mean, I know we spoke at half-time and I said Tillman couldn't get a pass right. He couldn't get the ball out from under his feet. Um much improved in the second half, obviously, and he capped it off with a goal. But at half time he was miles away from me in in, in in being man of the match because, rightly, Newcastle, buoyed by the confidence of picking up a point against Liverpool, frustrated us. And in the end, at the time you were thinking, Man City and Liverpool, they can come into a game like this nine times out of ten and get the win one way or another. And these are the games that we need to start doing that too. And today, we did it. We got the 2-1 win. So in the end, I was happy with it, but I was not happy first half, not at all with the performance.
1: Josh, you've got to go soon, but quickly, what are your thoughts on on the performance?
0: I just want to quickly say I agree with Brad. I've I've seen a lot of um, a lot of people online give Yuri Telemans man of the match, and while I while I could see why I could see they have, I think I, I agree with Brad. First half, I, I didn't I thought he was miles behind everything. Really, like he said, he I think he tried a few flicks here and there, and some of his passing weren't great. Can't fault his goal; it was an outstanding finish. But yeah, yeah, for me, mate, um, I think like you say, it's one of them. It's one of them where definitely, you know, we take the results, at the three points and in in hindsight. It's, it's it's a massive win for us. You know, Liverpool went there and struggled. They um, they only got a point there, so you don't underestimate the like how important the three points are today. I know the performance weren't great, but definitely ma- massive win for us. That
1: it is, um, and <laughs> somebody got, has got a message for you here, Brad. Uh, you, you you need a haircut
2: No, the more I can hide it The better, trust me you, You'll you regret saying that If I have a haircut.
1: Who <laughs> was we saying before, Matt? You, you're going for the 70s porn star look, aren't you?
2: Well, it's working
0: It's working <laughs> Not
1: right. that I know what a 70s porn star looks like Before, you know Just, uh, just,
0: uh, just, uh, just say anything Don't um, don't cut your hair, Brad Don't cut it Yeah, it, it looks very Charles Manson, I think
1: No, I hope so. <laughs> No. <laughs> he's he's where gone from there, John Snow man? to Charles
0: Manson in you has got better than me good. look at the state of own, look. I wish I had his hair
1: <laughs> ah, why do you think i wear a hat I, tell you, there's nothing <laughs> I, f- I have to super glue this on you know? um, I mean, it, it, it was a good win and again quickly before because I say I appreciate your time is, is, uh, is short Josh but if we have a look at um, the the, the table as it stands, then we'll have a go with with Brad afterwards, sort of in a bit more detail at the match, but we're back up to third. Um, Chelsea, and you might be surprised to know that Chelsea are actually playing a game. You wouldn't have thought so if you'd been watching Sky, because they hardly ever mentioned it, especially just before the Leicester game. But Did I say that out loud? But Chelsea, (laughs) Chelsea, even if they win, can't catch us. So it's, Looking good, isn't
0: it, guys? Yes, mate, yeah, definitely. I'd, I'd like to. So sorry, Brad. Um, yeah, I'd like to push the goal difference up a bit more, as daft as it sounds. Because I know the teams below us that are within three points as they could still sort of catch us, apart from, like you say, Everton. Um, mm-hmm. It... Definitely, mate. I mean, I know, like, they've got a game in hand, uh, Liverpool United, but it, especially, I think, is it, is it the FA Cup next weekend, is it? So, it's yeah. always, it's yeah. always important to especially get a league win just before that, just so, you know, you sort of keep that gap between you and the, and the chasing pack behind you. So, but going on what you said about this Sky um, coverage, it's disgusting, mate. Absolutely disgusting. It, it was pathetic. It really was. Yeah.
1: Brad, I don't know whether you would agree with that. I mean, I... I've been watching Amazon. I've been watching BT, and I don't know if it's the fact that they sort of just have a, seem to have a single channel for a, each individual game, but there's none of this talking about other teams all the time beforehand.
2: No, I I just I don't like watching the build up. I I literally tune in just about a minute before the match goes because that's the only time they'll ever talk about the actual game that's in front of them. Because yeah. Sky are sky the worst corporates for it. But we know it. We, it's, it's not a, it's n- not new. It's not a mystery to us why or, or why it is. And it's why I just don't bother with any match reactions anymore unless it's from the actual you know, interviews from the players themselves or, or the games on. That's the only thing I ever really watch. Plus, the way I was watching it was about as illegal as the people that were on the show. They're, they're not wanted <laughs> in this country. <laughs> you know if you can guess the two commentators that aren't allowed in this country that were... <laughs>
1: in a <studio> right <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I can edit this out, I'm sure. Please don't mention. <laughs> <any of you. laughs> Let me at least get my Solicitor on the phone and uh, just, uh, see, Can you tune in, mate? We've got a bit of a problem here. Watch that. what that. Watch what that Brad's saying. <laughs> but yeah. um, uh, just quickly, moving on, <laughs> uh, gentlemen. Here, too much passing around at the back, especially with three or four Newcastle players around. They give it well, kick it out, play sometimes. They have to learn just to hoof it and take the pressure off. That's Rogers for you, isn't it, uh, Josh? He likes to play from the back.
0: Yes, but we're seeing it especially today. I think there were times, especially in the first half, where it looked like we may may get caught out. Um, It's one of them, though, where, I mean, especially, like you say, we're coming up against teams that are going to sit back. Sometimes you are going to have to knock the ball side to side. It's frustrating to watch. We know it is, but I think... It's all about obviously working the ball up the pitch, create creating the chances and that. But so yeah, sometimes you have got to be patient. But today it was, especially first off, it was frustrating when it looked like we could get out, of, get out, of, get out them a lot more than what we did.
1: Yes, I mean just showing there, Josh uh, mean, sorry, Chelsea two nil down. That's doing us favours, isn't it?
2: Doing us favours. Man City have about seventy-three players out due to bloody COVID or injuries, and they've got like a nineteen-year-old in goal. How oh, are they turning it down? Is it because they spent eighty million or sixty million or whatever it was on a left back? Because he sounds like he's getting <laughs> destroyed, according to the comments. I don't know why they got well, yeah, it. Yeah,
1: it it just said then. Um but uh, yeah, it is that twenty-five minutes gone, Man City two, Chelsea nil. Uh you I'll, I'll take that. I think that's still uh, Yeah. I don't know where it's, having a quick look where man city are um in the league uh they are that takes them up to fifth but it still leaves them um 3 points behind us so uh saying that they've got a couple of games in hand it's we've just got to accept it's one of those seasons isn't it where we're not going to know all the things are changing every day games getting cancelled um you know we're going to be playing three or four times a week again soon but um but do you have to go then brad shall we let you go and uh
0: say thank you very much not brad sorry john you mean me (laughs) Uh, I've got a few more minutes. I've got I've got a few more minutes, mate.
2: If you've got anything, you'd be sound, mate. Right. Fire in some questions, Chris, and then we can let him
1: go. We have not, let I mean, it's only right. Liverpool being this way from away from home. Why are we playing so And it wasn't a great game today, but we've won. Why are we managing to do that away from home? And we'll get this to Josh before he goes, and we can't do it at home.
0: It's daft as it sounds. I know, like especially when when crowds actually obviously do come back into stadiums and things. I know, like away away football does suit us because we do we can't play on the counter and we are likely to give teams a lot more of the ball. But um, <laughs> it's a strange one, really, mate. I I, I couldn't. I genuinely couldn't tell you. Um, like you say, I think playing away from home, we obviously look a lot more comfortable than we do at home. It's it's, it's a strange one, really, but. Obviously, if you're winning you games, I suppose it, it doesn't really matter. I just need to pick the own, the own form up a bit more.
1: We do. Looking at the... Well, we, we tried to talk about this before the game, Brad, but <laughs> we were having difficulty. But looking at the squad that he put out, it's pretty much up there, virtually the strongest squad, isn't it?
2: Yeah, pretty much. Um, I even think if you put players on, you'd still consider that a very good squad to go out there, you know, because it's, it's pretty much like for like. You know, yeah. Sionchu, it was great to finally see him get. He got like 12, 13 minutes out today after his return, you know, his return. So that was that was good to see. Um, I even think, like you said, you wouldn't even be able to tell the difference if you took someone like Evans out for Sionchu or something like that. It, it is pretty much up to full strength, you know, and, and it's weird to say that when you consider that not a single mention of uh, a certain Ricardo Pereira was needed over the last couple of weeks because of uh, the way Brendan Rodgers has been willing to bend his yield on that right side with all Brighton getting more game time and, and, and obviously the loan of under and, and, and whatnot. And Justin has come on leaps and bounds, has made it look a lot stronger squad, which does help. It does help when then players step I don't up and think, find I don't game. think
1: we're missing Pierre at the moment, are we? I mean, you know, Castagna and no, Justin I mean, Just and Fafana, neither of them would probably have expected to play as much game time as they have done this season, Josh. But with everything, the way everything's gone on and Castagna's come in, obviously we want Pierre back, but it's going to be difficult about who you drop.
0: I, to be honest, mate, I mean you, you can't drop Justin at all. I think like when obviously, like say Ricardo got injured and we knew we were going to be out for some time with a big injury. I think a lot of us worried. i definitely worried because I think going last season, he were until until the injury, he, he were a massive player for us. But like I say, I mean like we we, we say we say it nearly every week. It's becoming a th- common theme really. But you can't drop Justin at all. I thought again today. I thought he played really well um, on the front foot. He defend on the front foot. Went forward really well. Defending, he were he were really good as well. So definitely, I think Justin for me at the minute he's he's one of he's one of the first names on the team sheet without doubt.
1: After nine minutes, Brad Vardy got a goal. Was it offside?
2: Yeah, so he was. He, he was I
1: think given offside, but
2: yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was slightly offside. But it's just it's just typical Jamie Vardy. You're arts in your mouth as a defender and, uh, and an opposition fan, even when that flag does go, because you think. He's quick. He might look offside, but he's not. And, yeah, in the end, it was offside. But it just shows he, he still put it in the net. And, he, you know, he rounded the keeper. He got it into the tight angle. And it was a good finish. It's just a shame he was offside. Um, I think is uh,
1: Newcastle is. were playing a very risky game today. They did seem to have that high line, didn't they? Which suits Vardy. But uh, Vardy just wasn't quite timing his uh, his runs out. Good evening, Scott. Welcome along, Scott. Says here, teams drop us... Drop off us when we play at home, which leaves little room for our full backs and writers to get behind the team's defence. Um, yeah, it's probably probably got a point there. Referee was getting quite involved, wasn't he, early on, Josh? He had quite a few nice touches.
0: I've never I've never seen anything like it, Pete. Never. It, not only that, but even like it sounds crazy, but even before before he touched the ball first time, I thought. Positioning was really weird. He was like, sort of, you see a lot of refs and they'll stand back from the action, give themselves 10 15 yards. It was in the middle of it all, I, I genuinely couldn't believe it. And then it happened the second time, I thought, This is this has got to be a joke. And then third time, when it went in our favor, I just I could not believe it. I thought, you know what, mate, I thought in I thought the referee were quite poor today, anyway. To be honest, I, did, I didn't think he were great at all, but yeah, like you say, it's. Had, at one point, he seemed like he had more touches than Vardy did in the first half. It was it was <laughs> mental, it really. Was
1: probably. I mean, I'm I haven't got his name here, but I mean, he's one of the one of the newer referees, and um, mm. I think it possibly showed he, uh, he he was getting quite involved. Corners getting better, Brad.
2: They are, and I think maybe the shock is slowly wearing off because we're actually starting to attack these decent corners, and I think for the first couple of weeks when Madison started getting them right, we were that shocked they were maybe beating the first man that no one actually attacked it. And, and now we're actually attacking them. I mean, if Fafana keeps working on his head on training, maybe he'll hit one on target this time next week because uh, he's the one that's getting on the end of them. And he's the one that's, you know, if he could get him on target, he'd be dangerous, wouldn't he? And let's just hope that comes good for us because I, I had a joke on the channel and I saw someone post it uh, a mate of mine saying it feels like it's been about eighty-four years since we scored from a corner. So, we
1: know it's going to end soon. We we are we are still sixteenth in the table. I think I made a note of it somewhere. And as always, I can't find it, but we are still the only team in the Premier League not to have scored from a set piece, Um and we are twentieth or sixteenth out of the twentieth in the table for conceding a set piece. So, it, I think. Josh, when you look back at our history under O'Neill, set pieces were our strength, weren't they?
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, I know we we conceded from you know set piece today with a free kick. Um, I think today, I could sort of forgive today because I, I think initially it were, it, were, it were a decent-headed clearance. I think it were indeed that clicked, like, got his head to the ball and then Carroll in the right place at the right time, but... Again, yeah, I, I agree, mate. It's especially when they brought Andy Carroll on. I were especially in that last ten minutes. You dreaded any sort of set piece against us because yeah. a, anything could happen, really. But yeah, it's it, obviously it's another th- it's another thing we need to work on because yeah. it's again, pointed out every week now.
1: Apparently, the ref was promoted, and thanks for this, um, Brad Hicksy Hicks. The ref was promoted from the EFL last season. Um, Toon fan coming along here uh, Jonathan Young I'll bring you back up there Thanks a lot Jonathan Very magnanimous of you Um, Yeah it was It wasn't the most exciting game (laughs) That we can Uh, And TC um, 5028 on Periscope Do you think we can achieve top four At the end of the season I've I asked all of you guys To predict You know Certain things the other week For your new year predictions um, I Just think I'd got to the fifth. <laughs> I'd go to the fifth. What did you get us as Brad?
2: I think I had us finished in second. I believe. Very I think you did. Movement.
1: And Josh, I can't remember what you put. To be honest with you, you know,
0: you know, you know what, mate. I, when it comes to Leicester, like um, I shouldn't be a pessimist, but I am. Um, I always sort of fear the worst. I've had us down yeah. as sixth. I think it's that the race for the top four is going to be really, really tight. So, I think even though we're going to be sick, I think it's going to be within two or three points come the end of the season. It's going to be really close. Yeah.
1: We saw, we saw Madison go down in the first half, holding his knee. That was a little bit of a scare for us, wasn't it? Josh, let's go back to you. Sorry.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, it was, and especially look at the replay. It looked like he landed really funny. And I genuinely thought he was going to go off because he looked like he was in a lot of pain. But um, obviously, like I say, he ran off and scored the first goal, which were massive for us. So yeah. I thought he had, I thought Madison had a decent game today. And like, just going back to what you're saying about his corner taking, he's got a lot better, definitely a lot better. And I, I thought he had, a, he had a good game today.
1: And Brad Schmeichel coming out, he was nearly into, the, into Newcastle's half for that one kick out, wasn't he? I
0: thought he was going to shoot.
2: I thought it was going to take a couple of goals. I thought he was going to try and knock Darl off his line or something. I mean, but that just shows his, his brilliance. Look, I mean, we could all sit here and, and question his kicking because I would question his kicking as a semi professional goalkeeper. i like to throw that out there. It was only in the Irish leagues, but still, I was out there for it.
1: I be honest with you, Matt? You mention that every week, and I bite my tongue because I know what? if I don't ask you that one day you will you'll, you'll tell us. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, but I mean, we could go on the bad points, but honestly, you know, he, he saved us more time than not, and I understand why fans get a bit jittery with his kicking, because even I sometimes see his kick going there and think, one day he's going to kick that, and it's going to land us in trouble, but until it does, he yeah. can keep kicking, but yeah, I mean, he's, his goalkeeping awareness just shows it, doesn't because Callum Wilson's not a slouch, and he no. beat him to the ball, he was already out of his box before that ball was even clocked onto by Callum Wilson, so... Fantastic by Casper. Uh, Shame we couldn't score from the kick.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, you say he had to come from it. At half-time, I was thinking, please wake me up. I've got to be honest with you, it wasn't a, a, a game that kept me on the edge of the seat. Uh, we started off really well, but we'd let, uh, by then, Josh, we'd let Newcastle come back into the game, hadn't we?
0: Yeah, I think, like you say, first off, weren't, it, it weren't great at all. I think first ten minutes were played. We, we'd we looked sharp and going forward it looked like we were trying to release the ball at the right times and we were putting pressure on them but after that it was it just sort of same old, same old against teams that sit back against us really. Um, half time, we, I think we shaded it only just with, um, like you say, Vard- Vardy's goal being offside but other than that I didn't really think neither team really created anything and to be honest it looked like it could go either way really especially yeah. with their set pieces and getting big lumps into the box so
1: I thought, Brad, going into the second half, up until that point, Brighton wasn't having the best of games for me.
2: No, ironically, I think uh, I think the Leicester players could hear me because I was sat there watching it going, there is no point Brighton being on that pitch if he's just holding it up to cross it into Vardy in the middle and Madison hanging back at the edge of the box. Because all Brighton's on that pitch to put in a decent ball. And he, he was putting it into seven Newcastle players and one player. And then all of a sudden he gets involved. He does a little bit of work. And, uh, you know, obviously he assisted the second goal for Tillman. So I'm thinking maybe I should shut up or maybe my reverse psychology works. I don't know. Because two players I was saying aren't doing much today suddenly kicked their asses into gear and did stuff for us. So it was good to see, you know. I'm always happy to be proved wrong in that sense.
1: Banner. And Newcastle, Josh, did catch us out a couple of times early. They came, they came out, not all guns firing, but they certainly came out and were having a go early, early second half, weren't they?
0: Yeah, mate. I think they they probably thought they could pro- they could get something out of the game. Really, I think like Steve Bruce with his team, especially like seeing how Newcastle have played so far this season, they sort of set up to keep it as tight as they can, and then second half, if they th- if they feel like they can get something from the game more than a draw, then they will go for it. So it's mm-hmm. If we know we knew we we're going to be frustrated to be fair I, I, I genuinely thought we might draw today because I knew how they'd set up um, yeah. but like you say thankfully thank God we've got the win
1: and Brad um, are you just messing me now have you got to shoot have you got to go now
0: it, me mate I've got to go <laughs> yeah, <I'm not>.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you say Josh I'll go it's alright mate I'm <laughs>
1: <laughs> I is it, this is vodka I'm drinking. You know
0: I mean? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I million, chaps. Before, before I leave, I'll get my, um, my mother of the match to either... I gave it Evans, but just had a thought, indeed, he had a good game today as well, so...
1: Not a problem. All right, mate, you have a good weekend and stay safe. Well, Bye, good... Cheers, chaps. Happy New Year, lads. Right. Speak to you soon. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.
0: Cheers, Year. lads. Cheers.
1: Thanks to Josh there. Um It is Josh that's gone. Brad that's staying. Look, you know, I've I've got four kids. I've got and I have got the two boys and the two girls. And I'm still after 23 and 21 and 24 years, still getting the names mixed up. Brad, I'm, I've 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 known you six months, so you can't expect too much. Yeah, I'm on that
2: waiting list to get there before the names sink you. Yeah, can you not
1: of have it typed on your forehead? As well. I mean, you've got you've got it there, in fairness. So no, sure. I've got it there as
2: best as I can, mate. I, I mean, unless yeah. you want to leave it. So... <laughs>
1: You see, more than two people chatting, and I'm just sort uh, of I'm, I'm I'm gone. Um, one nil, Madison and uh, unselfish um, cross from oh, oh assist I should say from Vardy.
2: Yeah, it's just typical of Vardy, and it's something that I think if you look back over his career, if you were to say take it from today and work your way back to the start of his Leicester career, it's something that again, as age proves, you know. You could say, excuse me, you could say Vardy is, clicheically, he's got better of age like a, like a decent wine. And over the last couple of years, he's learned to maybe not just run, get his head down and, and leather the ball, which he, could, he, would, you know, he probably would have been right in the position he was once the ball fell from Carney to a blast in the net. But it's like he knew, and it shows the link-up play, he knew someone would be in and around that area. And he just played it straight back to Madison and Madison duly obliged with a fantastic finish. And, you know, and that maybe kicked us on a bit, you know, maybe I, I thought maybe when Tillman interrupted him for 2 0 that we might this might be the part where Newcastle's knee, knees go from underneath him and they buckled a bit, but they played to him, they kept us honest and they put in a hard working thing, but it was a fantastic, two fantastic finishes and very I like you say, very much.
1: I think we needed that first goal from Madison, didn't we? Because you know, I think the longer it went on, right. I must admit, I never actually felt nervous. And, and no disrespect to Newcastle, but watching the game, I never thought. And they did sometimes. They cut us wide open. They had some mm. good moves and 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 were putting some good balls across. Alan and nobody was on the end of it. But I I, I never I never felt worried. But I say the goal did settle us down. And then, of course, you're. Uh, your man of the first half, Tillemans, nice nice effort with the second. He, he, he meant that, didn't he?
2: Oh, didn't he, just. I think I, I think I was actually hit with a bit of frustration in his own first half performance because... I saw a comment there, and it, it, I wasn't faulting his work rate because he was running around everywhere. But like you said, when he get, he does seem to struggle when he's got one or two players around him at close quarters, because that's when he really lost the ball. And thankfully, yeah. today didn't really cost us anything. He didn't really, you know, it, it went out for a throw in at worst, more times than not. But it was something that was happening a bit more consistent. And that's just me being very, probably uber critical as a fan of someone of his quality nature, because look at the goals he just put in today and, and, and the passes he's used to a lot. I think the reason we won today that kind of answers the question of home and away is it's trying to not get that Achilles heel as the home side, that even when you're trying to be strong and, and hold a side like Leicester out, like Fulham, etc. cetera, have done to us at the King Power, when you're at home, regardless of the fan situation and i.e. not being in or not a lot being in, you can't help but have a nibble at trying to get a win when you're at home. And I think that first goal, the way it came about when Fafana moved it quickly, Evans at Madison, Vardy, goal sort of thing, I think that showed that Newcastle maybe let themselves down for that split second and our quality showed for the goal. And that's where the game yeah. opened up
1: gentleman there just asking um why it's not putting our names what you need to click on the link um that, that is attached to that post so the the thread that i put up saying we're going live there'll be a stream yard logo and a stream yard link if you click on there it you there's no fee to pay no download it just takes your facebook information and then uh, you sir would look like that it just brings your facebook in but like i say it doesn't and you can take it off afterwards if you want or leave it up it just doesn't do anything it, it like I say no cost or anything involved at all um somebody said logged out and uh, yeah, but you said uh, you do need to click on that link uh if it's not working you click on the link uh i think this you, you have got a problem then there's a Facebook user here, and it's a good, it's a good point. This is a good job. There were no Newcastle fans that are today out, so it would have been a draw in that last ten minutes. They were going for it. Brought Carroll on. Carroll not scored to New- for Newcastle for ten years. Of course, he's going to come up against Leicester and score.
2: Yeah, he didn't do it in the way I thought he was. Uh, I, I got brought about that when they said Carroll coming on, and I thought, oh, this is where we end our run of not conceding directly from a corner and lo and behold he did score but not with the conventional car away but uh, I don't know I don't know I saw four minutes come up on the board and I think when it was 2-1 in stoppage time and you looked at the way Leicester played them four minutes they weren't in a rush were they they weren't in a rush the the, the only the only way you could probably say they were in a rush was to get it in the Newcastle corner on that hours and once that was it, they. They, they, they took the They took the thing out of the game and that's something that again through the years and it's not just Rodgers although he's probably stressed it even more but again it just shows the core unit of our teams because maybe back in the championship days and less naive when they weren't so strong together as a unit they might have tried to go for that killer third which isn't necessary like you say especially if the crowd are there to cheer Newcastle on when it's 2-1 you don't want to give them a chance to hit you on the break and we managed it once that happened, so I don't think the fans would have done too much. In fact, I think the second game, you would have seen the, flood, the, the floods would have they'd have left as a party like Noah's Ark, or whatever the expression is. Get me yeah. Bible mixed up. I'm not that religious, I'm afraid.
1: <laughs> well, okay. I think mean, you were always going to get Carol scoring at Christmas, weren't you?
2: Oh, of course you are. Oh. Christmas Carol. Can't, can't oh. no, go by
1: Come on, I'm still, I've still got plenty of crackers to get through. <laughs> oh, getting from set <sunset> out, <laughs> um, two-one. I mean, like you say, it was pleasing to see that we, when we were getting the ball, because it is. Frust- and I know we get frustrated when other teams do it, but other teams do do it. Two-one up, four minutes to go. Take it into that corner. Don't try and have a shot that gives the ball away, that gives them a goal kick and gives them a chance to come up. It it was, as you just said, really sensible play from us.
2: Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you've got to sack the game plan on the head and just go do the right do the sensible thing. Because yeah. it it is annoying. It's annoying to be on the other end of it, and we've seen it enough times. But the teams we've seen it that have done that to us. I've done it for the biggest purpose. They either needed the win, they're desperate for the result, they're a top-quality side, so they don't want to drop points, or they're rivaling us for a position and it keeps them ahead of us. So why we took so long to do it over the last couple of years, it's only sort of, we've only started doing it and being a bit selfish in that, I don't know, but it's good to see. Because like you say, we've done it and it needs to be done, and sometimes it needs must. At the end of the day, yeah. we'd be sitting here absolutely ripping someone, a new one, as they tried to have been doing something too clever. Newcastle smashed it long, and Andy Carroll volleyed in for 2-2. We'd have been ripping yeah. them a new one.
1: Somebody just said earlier as well that Man City have gone 3-0 up. Um, so they are, they are having a, 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 good, a good afternoon, uh, and it's doing us a, a big favour as well. Well, I wanna well talk, it is. I want to talk offside with you, Brad. Because I don't know whether I missed this earlier on, whether this is a new thing that they've brought in, but this they allow play to go on, so you score the goal or whatever, and the flag only goes up after it.
2: Yeah, I think that's probably the best way to handle a situation because, in in the nicest way possible, because I know you know man, managers, you know when the media try and ask some questions to maybe try and force them to to boil over or blame a player for something that they've done it it takes away that excuse of saying, oh well I know he wasn't offside but our players stopped because they thought he was and the flag went up and it was confusing because I remember if you remember last year uh, our favourite striker in the Premier League, the world's best striker in the actual, scored that winner against Everton didn't he like 90 odd minutes it was and Everton half the defence stopped but the ones that mattered didn't stop, and he he, he, he finished it. But the flag had already gone up. But he he did his job, and he scored it. And then when it was checked by a nose area, he was onside, and the goal stood. I think it was. I think it was more of a case of unless it's clear, and th- there is a good yard between them. And to be fair, if you're a striker of that caliber, you know you're offside by a good yard or two at that point. Let's be honest with you. But I think it's a good way they try and do it. If it's close, we've got the we've got. We've got the technology, use it, as, a, as the saying is. If it's there to be used to clear up calls like that, I mean, I thought it was there for clear and obvious, but apparently it's there for tight calls as well. But my point stands is, if you're going to allow VAR to rule the offside and, it's, and the lines are going, I think he is, but I can't be certain, keep your flag down, let the ball go in the net, and then yeah. let VAR step in.
1: I mean you should always play to the whistle anyway you shouldn't be looking at the flag you should you know Perfect. players should play to the whistle um I, I just don't get it to be honest with you because I'm jumping down celebrating and then his flag goes up 10 minutes later and if if the linesman is not 100% sure that player is offside he shouldn't give it surely.
2: Right I'm going to make the statement out here right now so if if anyone wants to take this and, and put it out on social media or call me Daphne's Brush for saying it, cricket. Before you get paint out and watch it dry, if you don't like cricket, hear me out. Leg before wicket. Yeah, I know, right? Leg before wicket, LBW for short, right? Is say, say, if, if you don't know what that is, it's obviously stands for leg before wicket. But yeah. the bowler hits it, his pads and he's going, How's that? And the umpire goes, No, I don't think it's out. If he reviews that situation, and it looks like it might, you know, and less than, less than 50% of the ball, to be politically correct for how it's done, is, is not going to hit the stump. So 49% of the ball is hitting the stumps, but 51% is not It goes with umpire's decision. Now, if you think about that offside, if you go, if you say, oh, well, his oh, left chest air is, but his right chest air ain't, the officials haven't given it, and I'm not going to overturn it. Could you not implement that sort of thing to go? Well, it's official's decision. They didn't call offside. We haven't got enough evidence to overturn it. So we're not going to. The goal stands. Would that not be a way we solve this nose hair being offside, shoelace keeping him on? Butt cheek, well, I, would, I, would... I don't know. But could you not have would a decision? It's very controversial to... now. Oh.
1: I'm going to be totally controversial now and bring something up that I said years and years and years ago. Let's just get rid of offside altogether. Let's play without offside.
2: Wow, well, yeah, but then you'd have a load of Pele's, wouldn't you? You'd have a load of Pele's <laughs> on your 14th side. Did
1: you know, I read I mean, somewhere a... that, that somebody said that Pele it was better than Pele and Pele scored... was?
2: I can tell you what it was. I saw that myself. It was Zlatan Ibrahimovic. That was was it uh, for Pele's record because he scored about 900 goals offside in today's
1: football. (laughs) Mr. Modest himself. Uh, Scott here just coming in thought Newcastle dropped their heads when Steve Bruce made the double substitution on about the 60th minute, especially taking Joe Linton off and bringing on Murphy. It was, in my opinion, a risk from Bruce, Uh, but it was a risk that went wrong, wasn't it? Uh, We solved the offside problem by having players in charge of the camera. (laughs) <laughs> you know, there's always a lot to be said. And quickly before we come back onto the match, I just want to make this point because there's always said like it there's no reason for ex-play also oh, we should have ex-players becoming referees and linesmen because they've played the game, they understand it. But they can get more money being doing a one-day stint for Sky than they get for doing a month for the FA doing referee and linesman. And Yes, we would, you know, we. I'd love to see more ex-pros doing that. And I don't know why they don't do it, certainly from the lower leagues. You know, the the likes of, I know disrespect them, but the Rochdales, the Oldhams, the Wickham, players there, they've still got the playing experience. They're never probably going to be a, a pundit on Sky because they haven't played for one of the big six. So getting them in as that, somehow maybe, you know, making the payback, I don't know. Surely that's going to be a, a good idea, Brad.
2: It sounds it on paper, but there's way too many fans that would go, no, 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 he, he, he loves that side too much or oh, he he backs that side too much. And you, you hear it enough when pundits give their pre-matches, you know, L- Lawrence and Garth Crooks and all of them. And and I know they get a lot of heat from lots of fans, not just left fans, but fans in general for biasness towards the top six. Do you really want the Sky? Do you really want the Sky Pundits who talk about a game that's not even kicked off yet, ref in Leicester City versus no. Tottenham? No.
1: Be- but what, what, I'm say- what I'm saying is it, it would be good to have... Le- Leicester Newcastle... Really if I the linesmen had come from Watchdale, if the other linesmen had come from Oldham and the ref would come from Wickham Wanderers, like yeah, the think- current ref- Got any any allegiance, or they have ever played for Leicester or Newcastle? They don't. They're not given that game. I don't know. It would, it's just an idea. It's just an idea. Mark's made the point there. Three more wins and we're safe. Yeah, that's always yeah. <laughs> always good to hear. Bring it on! Another season in the Premier League. Uh, your favourite moment of the whole show, Brad? Uh, <laughs> and you know, that, you, know <laughs> you know what's coming. Um, in fact, it won't come because it's not working. There we go. That's, uh, there we go. So, um, possession, we, we edged that fifty-seven Nine shots on, three on target. Um, but we got, and those three on target, we scored with two of them. So, that that's <laughs> better than the other week.
2: Yeah, I think, well it's something that's come up a quite a common pattern when you bring up these stats, depending on the lineup that's out, of course. And I know that's obviously been injuries, and I'm not laying any blames here, um, because, you know, we've had to rest Vardy at times. Madison hasn't always been fit. We've had to, you know, we've had to wrap them in cotton wool since their return. So we've not been able to put out what you consider, like you said earlier in the show, Chris, this to be one of our, if not the strongest line-up we could put out to, to date with what we've seen. Our conversion rate, again, that extra bit of quality, that extra bit of first-team finesse, finesse out there, three shots on target, two goals. Whereas against Palace, I think it was something like we had six, didn't we? And it was only one yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And you I look at the difference in
1: one game and only three on target.
2: Yeah. And and sometimes that just shows that why I, I, I think the depth that we use, like, like Mendy, like Chowdhury... Um, not so much in the actual, but, you know, the players that have come in so, so far um, when they've come in, you know, like Fuchs, when he stepped in, they're great to come in and do a job, like we say, for maybe a game or two. And I know they've had to do that over a longer period than they were probably expecting, but they can still do it. The, you can just see that edge of quality goes on the squad. Mm. Don't you? You know, if you're saying, if you look back at our last few positive results, um, you'd go look at that a lineup, x amount of shots, two, three goals. This game, where the squad wasn't flooded with them, top uh, top quality, world class players, or whatever level you hold them on, the c- conversion rate up front wasn't as good. And I think that's where you've seen that today. Because had that not had that been the side that played against Crystal Palace, having only three shots, we might have ended up losing that game one nil. Yeah. So I, guess I just think you've got to you've got to give a lot of credit to the quality that's out there on show to get a result like that for us today because it was needed and it backs up the Palace. It makes Palaces draw look better.
1: But we've got to them. look at the fact of if we're not shooting, we're not going to score. Whether we get them on target or not, we've got to shoot. And I know I know this is Manchester City, but. In 45 minutes, Manchester City have had 11 shots. Now, I don't know how they on target, but they've had 11 shots. We had nine in 90 minutes.
2: Yeah, but it's again, I will make that point, and I'll make it until I can't ever come on this show again, you know, if I'm not no longer here, which is, I don't care, as long as we're scoring all goals and who we're playing against. I mean, Man yeah. City... Didn't they have the same amount? They had double, if not more, shots than us against us and look at the scoreline we got against them. I thought we had yeah. seven shots on target that game and scored five. So, I'm not asked. If Man City go and have another 27 shots against Chelsea and only ends 3-0, I'll be going, well, they had, they had 47 shots, mate, and, and only won 3-0. So, you, that,
1: you that's what I, I You know I love playing devil's advocate and why he you up about this. I
2: can see that stick, mate. I can see it just on its own.
1: I'd love to say it's not the stick, but I can't. But there we go. Just before, <laughs> I'm just going to bring some. While I'm bringing some comments up, guys, let us know who you think your man of the match was. And we're going to come on to that in a second. But uh, post post up though who you think your man of the match is. I was going to have a, a quick 10-second um, break, and then we'll be back straight after this. Hi, Alan Smith here to watch and listen to chris on Leicester till i die tv you can also subscribe on youtube and various social media channels of the foxes i hope that worked i'm not sure that it did but hey it's it, uh, different. so yeah let's have a look whilst that let's just have a look at some comments that have been coming in. Somebody here, I don't know if I brought this up earlier, probably was in shock. Somebody agrees with you there, Brad. Not sure what point it was making, but you do make very good points on everything. So it could have been any of them. I do try. I do try.
2: I think it was the you. <laughs> um, maybe he got excited about my cricket thing and that he was just I think that was when it came up.
1: Um Barnes needs a shooting coach. Were we thinking that last week? Hold on <laughs> a
2: minute. No, hold on a minute. Andy, in, you're saying he's a shooting coach. He scored half his goal. His, his Leicester City career goals, half of them have come this season. We know weren't shooting enough. What's he got? Seven goals in all competitions this season? That's on my yeah. left winger, mate. You can't say, what well, What more do you want from him now before you start saying, come on, give him some credit, mate. Come on.
1: that that You can't he, say he's not improved. doing it. He has improved. I think last season, you look at, how he played and how he's playing this season, and he, he's dug us out that that pool hole quite a few times with his with with the odd strike, hasn't he? He's I think he's improved with his coaching, like you say, Brad. Yeah, um,
2: definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you think we need another striker? Um, I think we all agree with that, don't we? We all uh, yeah, want yeah, strike. He's, yeah, he's
2: yeah. Um, yeah def- hmm.
1: I don't know. I, I could say this one, Andy, I probably... Oh, no, let me just bring Andy's comment oh, back sorry. up. It jumped up a little bit there. Um, where are we? There we go. Let me bring this one up. Uh, also, a final pass coach. It We do seem to struggle with that final pass a lot, don't we? I
2: think the thing is, we try and play the perfect ball. We try to play that ball that, like, it's almost like a, like a movie... Slow mo motion where it just goes past the foot of the defender and it just goes into his pass and it's on the right side of him. And he, and then you know, it just you know, it's like movie esque recording. We're asking for with the passing, you know, it's like the inch perfect ball of dreams that gets thrown in. Sometimes maybe we're a bit susceptible to that, and teams cock on and cut it out, but we're not up against dummies either, you know what I mean? We're not up against people that don't have a clue we are up against a, a newcastle side that at the end of the day are professional footballers so that you've got to give a bit of credit to them for cutting them out and seeing them a bit early because i know what we're going to try and do and we do when we get it wrong it does look a bit silly but you've got to credit the opposition as well for that especially today
1: right, well here we go we'll go down the list um i've been i've been told off by andy for not upset. i shouldn't upset john snow um, you've yeah. still no idea really about that, have you? You know. So <laughs> somebody here's gone for Tillemans as man of the match, and somebody else has gone for Tillemans. Uh TC 5028 on Periscope, which is at Leicester T I D, has gone for Evans. Um Brighton had a solid game, decent interception. Yeah, I wasn't overly impressed with him. Um first half. Anyway, man of the match for Mark was Johnny Evans, and it's his birthday today. Um he did again had a good solid game. Uh Rich Sports, good evening to Rich. Rich is a Man United fan, but um don't don't hold that too much against him. Especially because he's saying we're one of the big six now. If we're one of the big six, Rich, who's dropped out? Who's dropped out if we're gonna be one of the big six? Brookline, good evening Brookline, I believe Brookline's Ameri- in America, our centre-backs are excellent, but if they could occasionally put a big head on the ball and stick it into the net, we could see extra six to 69 points this year, uh, man of the match, Evans, um, right here, agree Brad, we could always keep Gray, um, good evening to Thailand, uh, net from Thailand, good evening, nice. Hope you will, Um Barnes for England, Euro squad. I have heard that. I was in the papers earlier that he might get called up. Um, Arsenal okay, dropped well, out, probably. But let's have a look. Okay. Let's go and have a look at um, Alan Bennett. Alan very kindly, post-match every match, chooses man of the match and rates the manager and the team's performance. And he does this um, straight after the touch show. Doesn't look like us. doesn't have sort of... 10, 15 minutes to think about it. I'm on his back. As soon as the final whistle goes, come on, Alan, get this so I can put it up. Um, so he's very much off the cuff as soon as the final whistle goes. And he's gone for eight for the manager's performance. Did he get it right, in your opinion? He's gone seven for the team's performance. Yeah, it was a bit off at times. And Tillerman's his man of the match, uh, possibly on the second half performance. Um, Brad, quickly before we uh, before we go... Agree with any of that at
2: all? See, I'm going to upset a few people here, but I think you were man of the match over 90 minutes. And for me, it's a toss up between Evans and Wesley Fofana because, yes again, Fofana was brilliant. I think to answer Brookline's uh, comment, uh, Fofana just needs to get his accuracy on his head and He's definitely got his head on the ball a few times. I see where she's coming from with that or here. I don't, I sorry, that's me just assuming that's a female there. Um, um but yeah, I, I I think Evans probably wants man of the match because I'm sorry, but as good as Tilleman's improved in the second half, and I can see definitely with his goal why maybe it's easier to spot pick him out as man of the match. His first half performance uh flattered to deceive because he wasn't that brilliant. Uh and I think Evans was and for final great over 90 minutes and um I'm gonna pick Evans as my man of the match. But I think Alan Bennett's got it right. I need to edit that on Instagram because I've got the team down as a seven, as an eight, not a seven, like he has there. Shows I can't yeah. read, but I'm right sometimes. But yeah, his ratings are, are pretty fair on a performance like that. At the end of the day, we came away with a win in a frustrating, scrappy, hard-work game. So you can't fault anyone for that, really. It's a good result. And uh, yeah, I think an eight and a seven is pretty fair.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, at the end of the day, we do find ourselves being very critical on here um, because of the nature of the beast, really, isn't it? I find. Yeah, it, I think we're all more critical being on here than we ever were before we were doing this. But, Brad, thanks very much for coming on, mate. Happy New Year to you.
2: Yeah, it's been great. It's always Happy New Year to everybody. Thank you very much for enjoying uh, our content and sticking with us through it. Uh, who knows what goals we'll hit as a group. Um, for those on the Facebook, you know... How well this channel's been doing. So thank you very much for all the support on all the platforms, and I hope you had a great Christmas and New Year, guys. And I will see you. Uh, well, Stoke, I believe it will be. Why not? That's our next post match, Stoke, and yeah. I
1: think it's a, it's a Saturday kickoff.
2: Oh God, Saturday kickoff. What are Saturday
1: kickoff. I think I'm not. <laughs> it's, it's a really good question. Is it's it's making me wonder now because we're we're on the BBC, but we're not on the BBC. BBC. We're on like one of their red button things or something.
2: Yeah, it's normally like their free option. They tend to do it with like, I think they do it with the same with the snooker. You can catch a snooker, red button and pick your match. I think they're just doing that for the FA Cup. In yes. this case as well.
1: Yeah. Now we have got, um, it is Saturday the 9th of January, at a Saturday three o'clock kickoff. Would you believe I never, never thought I'd see the day.
2: I remember when they used to happen, that this was all fields.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> justin yes we, i can see you now mate um it's just a try again can you i, I can see you now we're going <laughs> anyway yeah,
2: <loud laughs> just, yeah cheers
1: <laughs> yeah, justin nice to see you mate all the best bye-bye Brad, you take care of yourself i'll see you in a week's time if not before uh for the post-match show as per normal all the best mate yeah, stay safe you yeah take care take care guys guys thank you very much for joining us um we sit here we do criticize it's our jobs not our jobs to criticize but we're fans we all criticize we've all got our thoughts we've all got our opinions um ours come out a little bit more strongly because we do this, and we obviously want you guys to comment, so we tend to sometimes say things we don't always necessarily believe just to get you guys to comment, but it's nice that you do, and it's nice that you join us. Don't forget, if you are watching us on Catch Up, or you want to watch us on Catch Up, don't forget where we are. We are on YouTube, Lester Till I Die TV, on Periscope and Twitter, at Lester TID, and on Facebook, Lester Till I Die The Group. And if you want to listen to us, uh, give us about uh, 40 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes, and you can find us on Google, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and Anchor on all good websites. We're under Lester Till I Die. And if you want to listen to us on Alexa, just go uh, Alexa, play the podcast Lester Till I Die, and you will find us. Alas, a woman that does as she's told. <laughs> And there you go, it's coming up on the side of me. Guys, stay safe, take care, and all the best. I'll see you on Tuesday for the preview show with Craig as we look forward to the uh, FA Cup game against Stoke. Happy New Year, guys. Stay safe, all the best now. Bye. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying
0: goodbye, and see you next time. And, and sit, sit down. down.
2: watching. These videos are tremendous. You better like them too or I'll be back.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.
0: about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is proud to be part of the talk Sport Fan Network. Talk sport Powered by fans.